0: Oh man, back in the studio, Corey.
1: Well, uh, the back last... Black.
0: <laughs> do you like ACDC?
1: Not really, no.
0: What? You I can't handle the power chords, bitch.
1: That's fair. I mean, just look at me. Do I look like a guy who listens to ACDC, or do I look like a guy who goes home and sits hey, Brad, in a dark closet we, and plays bright that? eyes until I cry myself to sleep? Yeah, I got you. You want How, some ACDC? Yes.
0: How do you feel about ACDC?
1: I think they're fucking great.
0: Yeah. Your little bitch ass can't handle it, Corey.
1: Back We're off to a great start here today on the Side Talks podcast, <laughs> which is a, a podcast about cinema, not a podcast about impugning oh, my right. taste in music.
0: You're right. I kind of want to do a scum rock um, podcast, so that's a spinoff.
1: You know, I bet you could find a lot of willing and able she co-hosts
0: for that. She knows how to use them. A little ZZ Top focus, a little, you know. Anyway, I'm Rachel Morgan. Corey's like really into it with me today. No, he, he just I'm... got done telling me he doesn't have much energy left in him, and I came at him with this shit. At
1: the time of recording, shit we are two Liz! days before spring break, and I am a zombie. So it's not annoyance, it's just this, it, you're, you're detecting the fact that there is no life force within me. I'm a husk of a you human. You know what you being. need
0: to do is listen to that opening to Thunderstruck the like five minute, like woof, like helicopter noises and all that shit. It's amazing.
1: You you do It'll pop you up. tend to use that as the intro music <laughs> for um, uh, the sneak preview for the festival every year. So I
0: just love looking at an audience of people who are like, when what is happening? When is it going to happen? As like ten minutes of helicopter noises crank up. Yep. Anyway, this is Side Talks podcast. What's your name again? I'm Corey Kraft. I'm Rachel Morgan. Let's talk about the movies and Let's not about do power chords.
1: Get ready for a five-minute fight.
0: Five-minute. Round one. Fight. What Five-minute fight, Corey. That's and right. It's
1: time for a five-minute fight.
0: You know how we do this sometimes. We both are like, oh, I haven't seen that film in 20 years. And Let's fight about it. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, <laughs> I remember liking it. And I'm like, I remember hating it. And we're going to fight about it today, even though we haven't seen it. Um, probably, I've probably been 25.
1: You know, honestly, this is a movie that I think... Um, You probably only need to see see, uh, once every uh, 20 years (laughs) or so. Uh, today we're going to fight about uh, Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream, and in case the listener was confused, I'm on the positive side. You're on the negative side yeah, here. Yeah,
0: Film Bros, get your balls in a knot. Go ahead, get pissy. I, all right,
1: look, <laughs> I, this this movie is very, you know, it's it's very insistent upon itself. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of very, um, let's say. Uh, obtrusive editing techniques, a lot of obtrusive filmmaking techniques that that go into these uh, four separate tales of addiction and um, lives spiraling wildly out of control. But um, the direction is overall strong, at least as I recall, and the two real saving graces for Requiem for a Dream, the things that make this movie work uh, and make me honestly not really want to see it again. Are the performances obviously, uh, especially Ellen Burstyn, who got an Oscar nomination for this movie. Okay. She's fantastic, and uh, the score, the, the the sort of churning score from Clint Mansell and the Kronos Quartet, which has been played and played and played since the movie was released in in two thousand. So look, I know that this is a very very I don't know, um, very highly produced movie it's it's not naturalistic by any means uh but i'm curious what about it um detracts from the experience for you other than just the relentless unpleasantness of the subject matter
0: a a film does, does not need to be this unpleasant without any kind of redeeming qualities and i hear what you're saying okay fine on the score fine on some of the performances fine on some of the editing but at the same time like all they really did was turn up the volume on what what editors were already doing what what and editor was already doing in something like all that jazz right sure and and sure. Yeah, the, the okay. sort of opening sequence to all that jazz well the the really brilliant sort of first five minutes is a, actually a number of different things right but one of the very first things we see in that sequence is this uh, or in that sort of five first five minutes of that film is this really amazing um you know eyeball eye drop, uh, smoking in the shower pill popping right 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 montage that happens with some really really um, innovative at that time editing and and also just a, a bunch of exposition packed into this little period of time and so, you know, it to me, it this film isn't really doing anything that other films hadn't already done. It's just doing it sort of on crystal meth, and which would be apropos for this one. And so, you know, to me, it, it I I got really tired at the time of hearing everybody. Be like, This film is so cool. It's really not cool. It's actually really uncomfortable to watch. Really unpleasant to watch. And you're talking to a Lars von Trier fan, <laughs> so you know it's not that I can't sit in those moments. It's that nothing about this feels re- worthwhile. Um, at the other at the on the other side of it
1: I don't know if I agree with that I I I mean it does end with its four lead characters pretty much destroyed Um, but that doesn't make it worthwhile to me fair enough I I I am I'll just straight up ask you is it the movie itself or is it the culture of bro admiration around the movie that does this for you? it's
0: both because I actually went into this thing thinking this was this was many years ago obviously Uh and I sort of had I had I had not gone to grad school yet for film critical studies, and so you know I had a production degree at this point. Actually, when this came out, and so I'm kind of thinking it more like a like more like a film bro at that point. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm kind of going into it like I can't wait for this. Like all these film bros are telling me this is a cool movie that I've got to see, and I saw it and I was like, oh god, that was really unpleasant and really you know I don't I don't ever want to sit in that again, mm-hmm. and it it really kind of grossed me out. It's it's a really gross film.
1: It's a, it's a gross film. It, it's a gross film by design. I you know, um, I think that Aronofsky, who is a fil- filmmaker, I'm hot or cold with right. mostly mostly warm towards. He's directed a lot of great movies. Um, some of my favorite movies of the two thousands, in fact, with with The Fountain and, and The Wrestler specifically. Right. Um, but but Requiem for a Dream. It, it's got a lot of very like high octane filmmaking. It's a very impressive it's meant to be sort of the the statement from a young filmmaker sort of asserting himself. I don't care. Sure, I, I guess I That's do to every a degree. Dude I because went to film he, school with. he but not every dude you went to film school with is as talented as Aronofsky is. Here. No.
0: I'm not saying that they are, but I'm I am saying that, you know, they all that 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 was all what they aspired to and to and it just isn't that original. It's I'm, it, maybe not.
1: Is, but but Aronofsky redeems himself by the the humanity that that Ellen Burstyn brings to this oh, movie. Oh,
0: maybe we can't hang everything on her. Yeah, I we
1: mean, can hang most look, of it on her. I mean, I, that's a that's a hell of a performance. This. It's an amazing I, performance.
0: I, I fine. I ate a bag of Fritos on my way here really fast because I haven't eaten <laughs> anything all day. And this film makes me feel about like I feel right now after eating a, a bag of Fritos really fast.
1: I I, I think it's a good movie. Fuck Again, I'm movie. not gonna rush out and rewatch it, but it is a good movie. Um, and it. You know, any movie that can get that sort of reaction out of me is doing something. You Sam. Know? Hi. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Hi, Sam. Hey, um, w- were you um, using illicit drugs while we were talking about this movie about how bad it is to use I illicit was. drugs? I just did a lot of crystal meth. While well, listening to you, well, maybe you should only break them for a the dream podcast, again. Honestly, uh, uh, fair uh, enough. No, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, oh, hey, 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 hey. The one that I, I never <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum. laughs> Um, Okay, so agreeing with Corey, the performances themselves elevated to a watch once and never again status. It's very effective. I'm gonna give Rachel maybe 5,000 points for the note about crystal meth fueled film editing. Um, So it is just a great drug movie that should have been played in place of D.A.R.E. programs in school, in my opinion. It is intense and unpleasant and extremely depressing because the drugs these people are doing are exactly that. And, yeah, the bro fandom around it ruins it in the same vein as Fight Club. Get it? Um, But still, Corey wins two million points here for having the correct opinion. It's a gross movie, and we love it. You hear that? Two million points.
0: Yeah. yeah i mean what what do you expect hey dude meet dude hey y'all want to oh, watch this dude on. movie hey dudes let's all watch this dude yeah shit. let's
1: let's bro out and watch right, fucking requiem right, for a dream right. come on that's right. not what we were oh, saying oh it sounds
0: like a fun afternoon you know we'll follow it up with train spotting fuck that
1: i don't like train spotting is that a controversial opinion
0: I don't. I mean, I actually liked it at the time, but it, it, this falls in that same trap to me where I, I went back to watch it, and man, oh man, I, I really was like, I hate my life right now. I don't watch this. Well, the well, point I, I is, I won this. the fight,
1: and uh, everybody heard it. Okay. What? <laughs> All right. Well, this is a semi recurring segment on this podcast. That's true. It's the, been a minute. It hasn't has it? been um, several years, in fact, since our last in studio interview.
0: Well, it was a pandemic, and we were like, oh, a pandi- be careful. A pandemic? Yeah, I remember that.
1: No, sorry, not ringing any bells.
0: Oh, boy. Um, anyway,
1: so we have a special guest, another sidewalk employee in studio. Say hello. Hello. Who are you? What are you doing here?
2: I'm Destiny. Honestly, I don't know what I'm doing here. I
0: know <laughs> I was like no Destiny. Idea. Just come in, just trust me. She's like, Well, what, what are we gonna talk about? I'm like, don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, we we never worry about it. So, so we're just
0: having a little <laughs> sidewalk party here in the in the at the Batwall Studios, at the that, beautiful Batwall right. Studios. So Destiny, what um you know, bartending at Sidewalk, right? Yeah. It's just every dream come true, I'm sure. Um so what's your favorite film? Because, you know, we talk about movies on the that's podcast. What, that's, true. So that that's what That is what That's where we do we're, 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 we're headed with this. Oh, my
2: God, y'all. I don't know anything about movies. It's but so bad. You, oh you know, you, you definitely know.
0: You definitely know stuff about movies.
2: Mm. For sure. I don't
0: know. This is what's, your go, what's your go-to? Even if it's not your favorite, what's something like when you're in like a shit mood? Or do you put on episodic? It's okay. To no,
2: s- I like, uh, I think I'm going to go with Dune dune yeah oh wow the
0: little <laughs> look
2: at Corey's face yeah that's right mm-hmm. which dune well now that the new one's out the new one but yeah. the okay. old one still love it yeah still yep. love it yep. for all that it is which is
1: all of the above <laughs> that is the that is an acceptable in fact great answer yeah. to that
0: so that when when you're in a bad mood you put on dune man that's you and Corey are really seeing eye to eye right now
1: that's right It's your <laughs> i've seen new dune like a dozen times at this point. Not a big deal. Humble brag. Um,
2: I've only watched it once, honestly.
1: Got that 4K UHD Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Looks uh, marvelous. But but the, the Lynch movie, too. The Lynch movie looks great on 4K UHD Blu-ray, in case anybody's on the fence about picking up David Lynch's Dune on 4K UHD Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Why why Dune? What, what's that, what, what's the thing about that? Honestly,
2: I don't know. I don't really like sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Star Wars, not a fan, really. Mm. Yeah, I'm um, not either, as Corey's is aware. I actually yeah. haven't seen most of them because what I have seen I just didn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But for some reason, Dune stuck with me. Also, I listen to Doom Metal, and Dune is, like, a huge, for some reason, yeah. thing And yeah, Doom it Metal. Is. is it? I had it, no it idea. Is, yeah, okay, so is. there's some crossover. There's there some cultural some, crossover here. Uh, a good bit.
0: And what do you mean it's in, like, in what way? It's, like, referenced? Or? Um, it's
2: referenced, and s- there's a sleep song where they reference it, but instead of using the words from Dune, they make it weed-related. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Corey's got a new favorite a lot genre. Of- oh,
1: God. Well, so listen, a lot of the doom metal guys were, like, <laughs> nerds who read science fiction and fantasy novels okay. who yeah. then grew up, and they were like, I remember that from my youth. Let mm-hmm. me scream about it. I, I, didn't ha, I didn't know
0: that connection I'm yeah. not that familiar yeah. so there you go well they're not
2: screaming <laughs> well
1: oh,
0: okay watch well, out I mean some of them not
2: all <laughs> watch out it's slow and low heavy bass you know they talk about doing a lot though
0: yeah as Man. they should
1: as they should
0: what else though? What else? what are the other go-to's or what are the other references? Is is this is it all limited? Is Dune Metal all limited to Dune or is there no, no, are there no, other no, yeah. film cinematic references No, happening?
2: well, as far as cinematic references, yeah. I mean, just Dune. That's all that I know about for yeah. Sure, yeah is Dune
1: you probably got a lot of guys like screaming about Gollum and They're Sauron not screaming, and stuff. Corey. Okay, I'm sorry for using the word "screaming" again. That's true. <laughs> Go-
0: <laughs> Gollum makes an appearance.
1: Well, I mean, like Ze- Led Zeppelin has a bunch of songs about the Lord of the Rings. At really, least-
0: I did not yeah, know that.
1: Yeah, hell yeah.
0: I, I actually <laughs> misty no mountain hot that- man.
1: That's right. Oh, That's right. Oh.
0: I had no idea. Those dudes are a bunch of dorks. I didn't realize that. Big
1: dorks. Yeah. A lot oh. of big dorks. I mean, it kind of
0: makes sense. Rock and roll. When you think about it, you know. Like I'm making yeah. some some major connections now. Thank you for coming on the podcast right now because <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I'm making these amazing connections. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it, there were just a bunch of and and I, I don't mean to stereotype musicians sorry brad but like most of the musicians that i've ever known and 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 a lot of the musicians that i whose music i've listened to they start off as friendless little boys who read a lot of fantasy and sci-fi and then you know that one day they're just like well playing a guitar would help me make friends and then they get really good at the guitar and start bands and write their own songs and then you know they draw from the well of fantasy and sci-fi
0: I mean, it makes sense.
1: Or they start a movie
0: podcast. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever. And or they go to Dragon Con.
1: And or they go to Dragon Con. I There's a lot of that.
0: I've never been to Dragon Con. I feel like I oh, should go. I've it's never really been to Dragon fun. Con either. It's really, really fun. I, I'm telling you. What?
1: But what? Okay. Of the three people sitting at this table right now, you are the least likely person I would picture at Dragon Con. What do you do at Dragon Con? Do you just walk around being like, yeah, these fucking nerds?
0: Yes. I'm an ass- <laughs> I'm a complete asshole. And I just basically, I stand in corners and I, and I love going to like all the different levels of the hotel because the lower down you go into these sort of conference spaces and these huge mammoth hotels in downtown Atlanta, the weirder it gets. Hell yeah. And so this was my first time and I know this is like this is this is everybody this is on everybody's radar now, but it was the first time I was ever like, What is this line for? And somebody was like, My little pony Oh it was my, my first God. first yeah. realization that that was a thing. Oh, it's You know, that th- th- there were all these grown men <laughs> waiting to get in line to hear a panel on My Little Pony. And that was, you know, at like 2 o'clock in the morning at like mm-hmm. lower level yeah. number 7 or something. That sounds accurate. Yeah. So, But the costuming is amazing. So you can kind of just sit back and watch. I actually had a film in Dragon Con. No way. Yes. I really wanted to go with with a pass, Uh and and I played the whole like, hey, you know, here's a sidewalk programmer to one of your programmers. I've got this little very short short film. Would you guys consider it? And they programmed it, and I got a couple of passes to Dragon Ah, Con rules. So yeah, and and it was it was really embarrassing because it was a pretty shitty little two minute film that I made. And it was in a block with a bunch of really great work, including, like, the first one came up and it was, like, narrated by Elijah Wood. And I was like, oh, God, I'm I'm so shamed right now that my film, my shit film is in this block. But anyway, yeah, I did it all for the past, Corey. Were well, there a understand. lot of furries there? There were a ton of furries. This was also, though, before – I think before – the, I don't want to say the furry thing wasn't on my radar, but not as much. Like, it wasn't as – there wasn't as much pop culture around yeah, yeah. it. A more so innocent kind of, time. Yeah, a more innocent time. for the. So, you kind of – you know, you could clock it. But, but also, I've been to – actually, um, when I went to uh, – when I went to uh, – what? Where was it? Um Not Philadelphia. Uh, why am I think Why am I? Why am I? Where are the Steelers from? Pittsburgh. 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 So I went to Pittsburgh for my friend Tom and Christina, and they may be listening to the podcast for their wedding. And their their hotel they used there actually was a furry convention in the hotel.
2: I have seen documentaries about that. They like continuously get banned from hotel to hotel, apparently yep. because they. One, like, never pay for it, and then also trash it. Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: that looked like that was going on. And what, what we were hearing was, that's we were like, why Pittsburgh? And they're like, because everybody else bans us. Yeah. And Pittsburgh, is such they're so thirsty <laughs> for tourism. And I was like, well, somebody needs to get in touch with Randall Wood. Listen. Because we, yeah. we need furries uh, here because we need some tourism. I actually,
2: y'all. I lost a costume contest to a furry. In October. Look. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I was (laughs) What were you dressed as? A clown, of course. Sure. So, So, wait,
1: you've got... Okay, first of all, let me say this. If you're going to have a conspicuous and awkward sex thing, at least have the decency to clean up after yourselves and pay for your... It's not all
0: sex, Corey. Uh, That's sure. something I learned while attending a friend's wedding. It's, it's not, not all It's not all
1: that. Sure, fine. We get it. Wink, wink. But if you're going to have a conspicuous and awkward sex thing, clean up after yourself. Oh, wow. Second, the clown... Situation. You have to tell (laughs) our listeners about the the clown situation. Well,
0: and you're you're a professional clown, specifically, correct? I am. That's what I meant by the
1: clown situation. The clown situation. It's not like an ongoing uh, matter that that uh, needs our attention right now. But there kind of is. So tell us about that.
2: Oh, I'm a clown. Cool. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I walk on glass for fun. It hurts a little, actually. Uh But I do it for money, so it's nice. I also walk on stilts, uh, balloon animals, uh, child friendly and adult friendly. I prefer only adult friendly parties, though.
0: And a sidewalk is definitely a place where that on a resume, yeah. you know, puts you to the it, top it of the did. list. Yeah, yeah, actually,
2: that's so funny, too, because like a few days before that interview, I had opened for riffraff and after I got off stage, I just didn't put my clothes back on. So I was mostly naked, yeah. wearing like a bra and a thong and a corset. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that some of the sidewalk employees were going to Sam? be there. Sam? Sam? Uh, So, yeah, a couple days before I had an interview for the job that I got, I was walking around mostly naked in front of my coworkers. That's
0: only going to put you, again, to the top of the stack, really, (laughs) with us. Chloe right now is probably, like, pulling her car over and having to, you know, like... Breathing into a paper bag. For sure, for sure.
1: (laughs) So, so... You know, I don't know if our listeners uh, have had any experience with professional clowns, but I think there's a stereotype out there about clowns luring children into sewers to eat them. And you're a professional, yeah. so so would you mind dispelling some of those rumors? How okay. do you
2: feel about Pennywise?
1: <laughs> Positive or negative?
2: Okay, uh, negative for sure. Uh-huh. I don't know. See, like I'm not a regular clown. I'm like a sexy clown. I'm mostly naked almost every time I perform. Sexy clown. So, gotcha. Like people come up to me and they're like, "Oh, we're scared of clowns." I'm scared of clowns, and I'm like, "I'm my tits are like in in your face, yeah. and you're scared. Are you scared? Yeah. Are you scared? It's, that's a, you really are. I mean, it does
1: depend on the the context. You're breaking stereotypes. That could be that could be terrifying. But
2: I, I mean, it's usually events that have been put out there gotcha people know I'm gonna be there now when I did Sloss I did the haunted house two years in a row oh I wasn't even a scary clown for real I just wasn't naked yeah I was on stilts though oh there would be kids and they would lose it they would freak out hide behind their parents and I was like I'm not even scary I'm just eight foot tall
0: yeah, I think I, I do think the sort of image of a clown probably goes goes way back to childhood and some yeah. sort of association there. But in addition to that, I I do think don't you think Pennywise really contributed to this sort of fear this in the last culturally? several years Absolutely, for sure? Yes. Um,
1: like my young students are, you know, they can't even hear about a clown without being like that. That, that MF in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's down there with a balloon. Like, yeah, I know. I've seen the movies. Well, and, and, some the sharp,
0: and some really sharp teeth. You know, that's part of the That's problem. the thing yeah. about
1: Pennywise that distinguishes, I think, Pennywise from, from what you're describing, which is that he mostly wears clothes.
0: He's yeah. not sexy. He's yeah.
1: not sexy. No. I mean, maybe
0: to the
2: right person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean look, we, were we, just just <laughs> we were just so, talking
1: about We
0: just mentioned Drag. Somebody at yeah, dragon definitely has a boner for to, Pennywise. Yeah. It's
2: actually a fear boner is what we call it. There is...
1: I can say this with nearly 100 percent certainty. If I look up the the uh, sexy Pennywise oh, in Google oh, it's a thing Google I've already images, looked it up actually. Sheesh. When could, I
2: opened for Riff Raff, the uh-huh. girl that I was performing with was wearing the costume. So there you oh, go, sexy Pennywise. sexy yeah.
1: Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah. It's out there. Well, there's yeah. also Somebody,
2: sexy, you know, Bin Laden. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, we're gonna... oh my God, seriously?
0: Yes. <laughs> sure,
1: sure. I mean, for sure. If if there's a thing in the world that exists. There's somebody who wants to fuck that thing. There's
2: somebody there's who's gonna put for sexy that. in front Sam, of it. Sam, what's that rule again? We were talking about it the other day. Thirty-four. Rule thirty-four. Rule thirty-four. Yeah. Rule what? Th- Wait, rule what thirty-four. Is- it's the rule. It's uh, if. What is it exactly? You know it better if, than if I do. If it exists,
1: there's point of it.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 It is twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a this is a brave new horrifying world.
0: Yeah. I mean, y'all. The other. I watched another one of those videos the other day. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? one of the ones where somebody puts a pen in a microphone and does the whole like, "Hey bestie, what are you doing?" Oh, I hate those. the AM. What is it? AS- ASMR. Yeah, yes. I, I watched another Ugh. one of those, not by choice. Or, or was... where
1: somebody like gets out a giant gummy hairbrush and just eats it on, on camera yes, or whatever. There's
0: no way people aren't getting off on that. Like oh, I understand some I'm people sure. are That's like, it has what to be. It's for. but I'm like, what? And I, and I, you know, I'm sitting there, my, my girlfriend shows it to me cause she knows it drives me crazy mm. and she's trying to provoke me. And so, That's you right. know, we're, we're looking at it and I go, well, there's no way anybody's watching this. She's like, this is live right now. And I was like, okay, so what? 10 people are like. But two, it's two o'clock in the morning or something. I'm like 10 people are up, you know, watching us right now. And she pulls it up and it's like 350,000 people. Oh my God. And then, you know, one of them's just like, take your shirt off. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> of course. Another one's like, eat that hairbrush. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I'm like, there are this many people up right now just being like, turn your cap sideways. I mean, it's just, it makes, it's the world. It's the world we're in now. Yep. Anyway, how how often uh, do you do you stay engaged as a professional clown in Birmingham? Like, are you and I mean, I excuse me, travel some for for gigs too. But like, how often are you getting hired?
2: Um, I well before the pandemic, oh my god, all the time. Mm. I've done events at Cahaba several times. Um, yeah, Ghost Train is the one that keeps bringing me back now. Well, it um, makes
0: sense with the you know the name. I feel like you know good
2: yeah. association there. Get
1: a board a Ghost Train, meet a clown. Clown.
2: Yeah, I yeah. do the. Uh, punk rock flea market okay that Sick. raquel puts on yeah um and so you're... just random events but a lot yeah this I mean, is
0: regular yeah it's like yeah. stay pretty steady regular work yeah i
2: performed uh the other day at saturn actually hmm. yeah for tvs of terror it was cool really entertaining i got a yeah. high guy
0: nice oh that's always good we've done yeah. that before yeah. totally so last question um what, and you may not be
2: able to answer it,
0: but what is your what's been your favorite film that we've screened at Sidewalk that you've sort of been there for? Is or do you have one?
2: Okay, so I've only seen one movie at Sidewalk because if the doors are open, I am working. Yeah, well, I also but, I also
0: mean like just your favorite experience, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, with people coming and going.
2: Um. Okay, so far it was like the entirety of Blackland's Film Week. Mm. Yeah, uh, not even like couldn't even tell you a particular movie, but the crowd was so good. Yeah, they were so entertaining. It was so much fun. Yeah, nice. So much fun.
0: Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's just. I mean, wait for who knows. What What do you think the Northman's going to bring? Maybe some.
1: Oh, I hope so. We've got some things that are uh, tentatively scheduled for April that seem pretty cool. The Northman is one of those things, and um, hopefully that'll draw a big crowd.
0: Because I think maybe the the lighthouse might have been some of my one of my favorite sort of couple of weeks yeah. at sidewalk just based on for sure you know this, the we were able to theme it and have the folks who came in and came and went so
1: so do you have any uh, web presence or anything you can plug to drive listeners who need to enlist the services of a professional clown
2: absolutely I do uh, Instagram is my go to um, my name is spelled really weird but it's Reverend Destiny Marie also I am hireable for funerals and weddings oh, and damn. I can and I can baptize you I'm pretty sure too um, oh yeah that's right but I will only do all of those things in clown makeup that's why I got uh yeah certified to do those things yeah um but yeah it's Reverend Destiny Marie but I'm pretty sure if you just type in the balloon lady it will come up and yeah because you're
0: also a balloon artist yeah
2: yeah and in my bio like my name is balloon yeah. lady so it should come right up and yeah you can't miss it because it's like my face and clown makeup a lot
0: and you're at Sidewalk a good bit. So, that's right. I mean, every look, day
2: we're open. Every Stop day we're by open, and yeah.
0: grab a drink from you. That's Please. another thing that that folks can do to absolutely to, to catch you. Yeah. So we want to have you back on with Danielle. Would you be willing to do that? Oh yeah. So we'll have you back
2: on. Sounds
0: and we'll good to continue me. Continue
2: this conversation. Then maybe she and I can have a five minute fight. Oh Ooh,
0: yes. That's a really good idea. That is a great All idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. We'll
1: do that.
2: We'll, we'll we'll have to both watch a movie though because. Uh, well, we'll <laughs> we, we, we can we can think of a few things
1: yeah we we can we can find some movies yeah yeah okay. don't worry about the movie situation
0: <laughs> but yeah thanks for coming on yeah oh, thank yeah. you well, thanks for having me yeah of course all right
1: well thank you so much for listening to this episode of side talks
0: what other podcast do you have professional clowns and five-minute fights about drug buddy movies and, you know, ACDC and power cord discussions? None. None.
1: I mean, not even any other episodes of this podcast. That's very
0: true. Well, we are your own personal cinematic SpaceX and Blue Origin. Okay. Yeah. It's a pretty good one, I think. Yeah. 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 Elongated uh, muskrat.
1: Some some asshole billionaires. Right. Trying to measure the Hey Brad,
0: we just need a dick jar sound right there. Yeah, for, no problem. Just for that. So thanks for listening. Thanks to so much to Batwall Studios for As hosting always. us and doing all this amazing work that they do.
1: Thanks, Brad. Thanks. Yeah,
0: yeah thanks to Revelator Coffee.
1: Our wonderful sponsor, Revelator Coffee. They're so great. Sidewalkfest.com is where you can find cinema showtimes. You can also find us on social media at Sidewalk Film, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We've got some great stuff coming up in the month of April. Some of it hasn't been locked down as of this recording. We're working on it, but as we hinted, April 22nd, I think we're bringing the Northman to Sidewalk. Right. So if you like The Witch or The Lighthouse, those are Robert Eggers' previous films. You'll want to see his third film, The Northman. Looks like some badass Viking action.
0: Turns out he does a little research to make
1: these films. And uh, you, you know, you know who's in The Northman? No, you don't.
0: Well, I probably do, and I forgot.
1: Your girl Nicole Kidman.
0: Oh, that's right, Nikki Kay. And my boo,
1: making her long-awaited return to the big screen. Yeah, Bjork.
0: Oh yeah. Hell yes. I was actually just uh, actually googling Bjork um, earlier today. You know how one does. I was just driving I, I around thinking. I do know how one does. You know, what's, what's she up to? I've just been thinking about Bjork a lot. And what I didn't realize is, did you know that she claims Lars von Trier sexually harassed her? Yeah. And he said, no, Bjork, it was just a hug. Yeah. But, you know. Well, you know. listen,
1: I mean, Lars, <laughs> Lars, Lars is Lars.
0: Lars is Lars. On that note, see you later.
2: Laters. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words our expertise.